Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're a long-time listener or a first-time listener. You're all welcome. You're all friends of mine. And whether you're doing that on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes, which is the smart thing to do always, of course, uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, that's why I do it. And my love of music, of course. And the show I'm going to do here today is actually... I kind of changed it up at the last minute. It's still the same basic idea, but I decided to kind of go for broke a little bit here. Uh, Originally, I planned on doing kind of a nudge-nudge-wink-wink kind of, you know, elbow-jabbing at the uh, Coachella Festival that's happening this weekend. And I was... You know, it, it's so easy for me to, like, maybe pick on some elements about it because, you know, they they really don't book that festival for me or anything or or, or possibly some of the more loyal listeners of Rock Strikes 10. But I was going to focus on, you know, the positive stuff that I would attend out of that set. And I did come up with 10, but the problem is uh, the two top bands at the Coachella Festival this weekend that I would absolutely not miss if I was attending. I literally just played them on, like, the last two shows, back-to-back, which was uh, Madness and the Buzzcocks. And, and not that not that I can't play them again, but, you know, I'm, I'm just weird that way. If I just played the band, I try not to play them again, at least for a few episodes. So I kind of... I might be guilty of overthinking things, but that, that's what I do. So I was like, well, shit, if I'm going to have to come up with ten, and two of them can't be uh, Madness of the Buzzcocks. And I kind of got stuck, honestly. I mean, I have records by some of those bands that are going to be there, and I'll mention them. But, you know, I just I, I was just driving myself crazy with putting the set list together. It was kind of a, kind of a pain, but, uh, you know, I found some light at the end of the tunnel, I was like, well, hell, I I might as well just combine them with the other massive American festival that goes on every year that's now an institution, just like Coachella is, which is the Bonnaroo Festival. So that's what I'm going to do. Half of the songs I play tonight are bands that are playing Coachella, and half the bands I'm playing here tonight are playing Bonnaroo, which is actually next month, but, you know, this is, uh, you know, Bonnicella. There you go. So the first half of the show, the first five songs are the Coachella bands, and the last five songs are the Bonnaroo bands. So let's get it started here. Everybody got that? Can we we get started? Okay. The first band I'm going to play on the show here tonight is one of the headliners of Coachella this year. I believe they're playing on the first night. A band that I like a lot, a band that I've seen before live. Uh, a band that has been very consistent with their releases. I've liked all of them so far, and I, I really like what they've become. Actually, I'm sure there are some longtime hardcore fans that uh, don't dig the new stuff as much. But I, I gotta say, I think the last two records might be the best things that they have done so far. Shoot me, but the Black Keys, uh, definitely a consistent rock and roll band for my money. And uh, I, I played them on the show uh, back on way back on the Modern Love episode. I played one of my favorite songs by Everlasting Light from the previous album, Brothers. I'm going to play something from the latest release, El Camino, tonight. And El Camino came out just at the end of 2011. 
So I was still kind of processing it and listening to it, so it, it wasn't on the top ten of the year, although it might have made the cut, honestly. It's a really, really good record. I highly recommend it. And uh, here you go. Kicking off the show here tonight on the Coachella side of things is the Black Keys with Run Right Back. Run Right Back. You can find that on their latest album called El Camino. Go check it out. Uh, the next band I'm going to play actually was with the Black Keys on that same episode, the Modern Love episode. I'm going to play you something by the Hives. Yes, they did have enough balls to book the Hives to play a Coachella. 
and it's one of those bands that if you're looking at it from the hipster side of things, uh, they're not. This is where I'm going to get a little snob. There's two sides of snobbery in music, okay? There's the what's going on now, what's happening side of snobbery, which uh, my friends Becca and Andy, uh, especially Becca, I love talking to her about music, and they are attending Coachella, so I'm going to say hello to them. I they don't listen to the show, but I love them. I love them dearly. Uh, I love talking to Becca because she will self-admittedly say that she's a snob, you know, on the art side of things, you know, the the hipster side of things. So we we bounce off each other really well, and you know, it, it's it's one of those things. I I, I do, you know, I I make uh, comments, snide comments about hipsters and stuff like that on Rock Strikes Ten, and most of it's in fun. But, uh, you know, as it pertains to uh, something like Coachella, for, uh, the way I see it is, you know, I'm glad that they still book these bands like the Hives that, you know, are definitely not the cool thing anymore. But they've stuck around and they're still putting out records. And I guarantee you they will be the most energetic band by far on that entire festival. And there's a few stellar acts on the bill, don't get me wrong, but the Hives, I wouldn't want to go on after them. There's a lot of bands that are going to get completely owned by the Hives. And anybody that actually can put aside their uh, hipsterdom for, you know, 45 minutes and go check out the Hive set is not going to be disappointed. maybe even possibly compelled to dance and move around a little bit and not just, you know, have your arms up like, eh, show me. No, that's not what you do at a Hive show. You you freaking rock out and you have a blast. And I, I can only hope that there will be a lot of conversions this weekend when the Hives take the stage. They kind of demand it. So here you go, and uh, you know, while while I'm at it, I just recently uh, picked this one up off of iTunes. This is a B-side from the Black and White album, the the last Hives release that came out. It came out like in 2007, and thankfully they're finally putting a new record out this year. They're promising, but until then, here's a Rock Strikes 10 B-side. This is the Hives with Fall is just something grown-ups invented. has come to an end and that we simply have no more holiday to spend they say no more barefoot no playing around in the pool they say now it's time for us to go back to school hello my friends our teacher okay but why do we really have to study all day we'll see how long to scam and So some things in fall are just too good to pass Jumping in leaves and Halloween is the ass But I'll be to see to that the truth be told So I better do it now before I grow old They wanted a break after the summer disarray The rest of them better handle the stress of Christmas 
Sweden's finest there, the Hives, with Fall is Just Something Grown-Ups Invented. Nice fun track uh, there, uh, you know, kind of kind of a summer kickoff there. Lots of fun, lots of fun, and uh, glad to share that with you guys out there if you haven't heard that one yet. Go check it out, it's, a, it's, it's not a bad dollar to spend on that song. And uh, you know, I was I was kind of getting on my soapbox a little bit there before the last track, and you know, I'll try to kind of spread it out throughout the show so I don't get into one big tear. But uh, one of the things that kind of rubs me the wrong way sometimes about something like Coachella, and I'm really trying not to be negative, but there's just a few things. And one is that when they get a really good heritage act, it kind of just seems like, well, this is just really for this year and after that it's not going to really matter we, you know whenever they die we can say that we had them at our festival almost like a baseball card like you just collect collecting them and collecting them and that kind of rubs me the wrong way too i mean this is a festival that has been lucky enough to get somebody like a paul mccartney to go out and play a headlining set and i remember hearing and reading a lot when that was going on uh, people were bitching about that, and I'm just like, really? Like, it, I know sometimes we can't agree on a lot as a people, you know, even when it comes to music, but I figured everybody can get on board with Paul McCartney. I can get behind that, and I, I would be thrilled and honored for Paul McCartney to play my festival, and, and I'm sure the people that organized it thought the same thing. And then, you know, I was hearing that there was people that were showing up like, oh, I'm not here, making shirts, like, I'm not here for Paul McCartney. You know, I'm here for the cool bands, you know, like, to me, that's just crap. I mean, you can, you can like your indie bands and everything, you know, it's a free country, and you're entitled, and that's your opinion, and that's cool by me, but you're going to go out of your way to bash someone like Paul McCartney, like a freaking icon that, you know, let's say 80% of the bands, if not more, wouldn't be around if not for him, and he's agreed to play you know, your festival, does it not make it your festival anymore? If anything, it makes it cooler. I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe I'm the dick, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, this year, one of the uh, ones that really made me uh, stand up and take notice was the fact that they booked Jimmy Cliff, reggae legend. Jimmy Cliff is playing Coachella this year, and he's doing a duet set with Tim Armstrong of Rancid. That's a... Uh, that's something I would definitely make a point to go see. I hope my friends check that one out. And, uh, you know, I'm going to have to get some reports back from them on it because, uh, man, that sounds really cool. Uh, yeah, I was going to go one or the other. I, I really, 
really need an excuse to play this song because I'm a big fan of this record. So I'll play Jimmy Cliff on a future show. But for now, I'm going to play something by Tim Armstrong, co-lead singer of Rancid. This is off his solo album. It came out in 2007 uh, on his own Hellcat Records. Uh, This is a really cool record. It's one of those records really under the radar. Not many people took notice of it, but I think it's a cool record. Summertime's coming up once again. This is a great summertime record. It's it's not it's not it's a true solo album in the sense it doesn't really sound a whole lot like Rancid, you know, except for the vocals, of course. But it's it's got a lot of two tone ska in it. It's got a lot of reggae, got a lot of Caribbean sounds, pop sounds. It's just a cool kind of laid back, upbeat summer record. So go check out Tim Armstrong's solo album called A Poet's Life. And uh, here you go. This is Tim Armstrong with Hold On. <laughs> Like the Mississippi, our tuning starts in Minnesota. Take I 35 to 90, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Big holiday country girl, hope you're gonna make it on down. She said, Yeah, Tim, I'm good to see you, man. Hope you all stay around. The future's not hard to see. Do what you do, girl, but please don't live. I'm gonna hold on. To you as long as I can I'm gonna hold on To you as long as I can And if you choose to leave me, girl I'll understand I'm gonna hold on To you as long as I can Good damn boy, won't again Into the darkest night We were born to ride now, baby Right into the morning light Took a trip down to Kansas in Arkansas Stay with her sister That girl's above the law The future's not Hard to see Do what you do, girl But please don't live I'm gonna hold on To you as long as I can I'm gonna hold on To you as long as I can And if you choose to leave me, girl Everything was going wrong 
It's been a long journey now Girl, I won't take you home The future's not hard to see Do what you do, girl But please don't Tim Armstrong with Hold On from his album A Poet's Life. Like I said, go check that out. I recommend it. And uh, if you are a big fan and you don't have that, then go track down the first pressing of it with the extra DVD on it. So actually a video for every song on that record. So cool little bonus if uh, you can track that down. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really, I would really like to see footage of Tim Armstrong and Jimmy Cliff playing that set. I that sounds really, really cool. I mean, yeah. If you don't know who Jimmy Cliff is, go look him up. He's uh, he's been around a long time, and he's a really, really talented guy. Uh, easily one of the best reggae artists of all time, for sure. And you know, I, I God, I've, I've I've been getting on these soapbox rants, and you know, I, I there are some really good things about Coachella every year. I'm not gonna say there's not, and I'm sure it's a good time too. I mean, you go out there, summer festival. I'm sure there's hundreds of tents, you know, you got all the side stages. I know that they get, uh, you know, a few comedy acts every now and then, you know, tons of activities. And, you know, uh, I was mentioning my uh, married couple friends there, Becca and Andy, uh, you know, there's, they've met so many people just, uh, you know, checking out the message boards and stuff like that. It's like a whole community of people that, you know, they only get to see each other like once a year. And uh, I think that's really cool. It's almost like a, you know, even if every band that was playing there wasn't all that, I mean, you'd go to hang out with your friends. I think that's really cool too. You know, they always they always have a, a pretty decent mix here and there. Uh, you know, mostly the some of the alternative bands that I've liked over the years. Uh, I know the Arctic Monkeys are playing this year. Uh, you got uh, you know, I mentioned the Madness and the Buzzcocks. Wow, I that alone, I'd travel for that one. Uh, you know, even like Squeeze is playing. And, uh, you know, something like Feist. I like Feist. Really talented uh, female singer, Chantouse. Uh She's got good records. Uh, you know, mention Jimmy Cliff. And uh, I'll mention a few more after this next song. And uh, another band that really made me go, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, that, that's playing Coachella this year. A band that hasn't been around for a while, at least in the States. Uh, a band called Pulp. Uh, I picked up, uh, I, I don't have a lot of records by them. I think I really just have the one uh, called This Is Hardcore. I picked that up a few years ago because I think I remember I was, uh, you know, still really am into like Roxy Music and David Bowie and stuff like that. And I remember seeing their name pop up here and there. Of, like, if you like this, uh, you'll like that. So I picked up uh, the This Is Hardcore album by Pulp. And, I, you know, like I said, I was familiar with them for sure. I remember reading about some of uh, Jarvis Cocker's shenanigans out and about. And uh, he seems like a pretty funny guy. Really interesting uh, fellow. <laughs> and, 
You know, I I liked uh, most of the record. I I'd say most of the record's pretty darn good, and I like the uh, the darker stuff that they do for sure. And uh, this is an example of that. Uh, very reminiscent of uh, earlier spookier Roxy music, and I really like the uh, the melody. There's a lot of blur element in there that I like. I'm a big fan of blur, of course. Uh, so check this out. This is Pulp with the Fear.
right, that was Pulp with The Fear. Like I said, you can find that on their album, This Is Hardcore. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious as to how well they're going to go over at Coachella, but um, time will tell. We'll see. I, I, I've I, never really seen live footage of them. They're still kind of a mystery to me, but uh, you know, everything I've heard by them I've liked so far. So there you go. And the last band I'm going to play on the Coachella set tonight, uh, you know, they they always manage to get a few really high-level reunions, and some of them are just exclusive to the one show in the United States. I really get jealous if I can't attend. Uh, this year, uh, it's not totally exclusive, but they got one of the few reunion dates for At The Drive-In, and which is uh, the band that was around in the 90s, that split off into two bands once the 2000s rolled around. Uh, half went to Sparta and half went to Mars Volta. Uh, but at the drive-ins playing, and, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, great, ridiculous, iconic bands like the Buzzcocks and Madness are playing. There's also a Firehose set. Mike Watt, bring it back Firehose. That, that's pretty cool. I would definitely check that out. And, um, you know, even after all that, uh, the reunion that I would be looking forward to the most, honestly, is uh, a band called Refused. They're playing Coachella. I'm a big fan of Refused. And uh, that may surprise some people, especially if you've never heard them before, but I, I they just totally got it right. They they really did invent an entire genre, for better or worse. And when, when they came out uh, with this album, The Shape of Punk to Come, in 1999, I remember picking it up, and they literally were breaking up when that album came out, so I never got to see him live. I was so into this record when it came out, The Shape of Punk to Come. I mean, it's to me, it's it's in my top 50 of all time, without a doubt. Uh, it's just a cool record, and the, the sad thing about Refuse breaking up, even though, oh God, I'm such a huge fan of uh, the singer started the International Noise Conspiracy after that, and I'm such a big fan of that band, too. I kind of wish they both would, would have just stuck around and coexisted. Because they are two different bands completely. Uh, but the thing that Refuse did, and it's it's called, it's, I hate saying this word, but you know, they're, they're credited with being one of the early influences on the screamo genre. And when you listen to them, you will hear elements of that in there. But the, the thing about Refuse, they were so much more talented than any of the bands that they influenced. You know, the bands, they, they just took like one element of that band and... and and there were a billion bands spawned from that, really, honestly. And they just didn't get it. The thing about Refused is they meshed multiple genres in their music. I mean, you know, they were they were a hardcore band, but they also had elements of just metal, jazz, prog rock, uh, even messed around with a little electronica on some of their things. They were just a multi-genre band, and they put all that stuff in a blender. And that's what made it work. There was pure creativity in that band. All the bands that came out after them that sounded like them vocally completely missed the point. Uh, hopefully this song will give you an indication of that if you've never heard them before. But I recommend at least one listen of this record. So here's a here's a song from it. It was really hard for me to pick a track. The obvious thing for me to play would be New Noise, but I'm saving that song for a really special show because that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Maybe like Joey's all-time favorite songs list or something. But for now, here's a really stellar track from The Shape of Punk to Come. This is The Mighty Refused with Summer Holidays vs. Punk Routine. (laughs) 
That was refused with Summer Holidays versus Punk Routine. So jealous of the people that will actually get to see them this weekend at Coachella. But I'll just stay home, crank up my copy of The Shape of Punk to Come, as you should as well. Uh, You know, they only have one other studio full-length album, Songs to Fan the Flame of Discontent. Uh, Also a pretty cool record. Not as good as Shape of Punk to Come, but still very, very, very good. And they also have an EP collection of B-sides and remixes and stuff like that. So there's only really three CDs by Refused. But I I recommend them all, Uh, especially Shape of Punk to Come once again. I'll stop yammering about it. And now we are halfway through the show. It's time for part two of this week's episode of Rock Strikes 10. We've gotten through the Coachella artists, and we're moving on to Bonnaroo, which takes place next month somewhere like in Tennessee or something like that. (laughs) I think it's Tennessee. (laughs) But I was looking over the the roster, you know, and I, I didn't realize who was playing there this year. There are some major surprises and I think I will give you those surprises in song here. Uh, I'll go over a list of some of the acts I'm not going to play, but I would definitely make a point to catch. Um, you know, some of the headliners this year, you know, you got your Radioheads and your Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, I've had my day with those bands. Uh, you know, I used to be really big into Radiohead. Uh, but, you know, I liked Kid A and Amnesiac, but they never really got away from that whole thing. If they had just done it for a couple of records, I'd have been like, oh, that's a really cool phase they had. But they kind of just kept at it and stopped writing songs that uh, I thought were a little more catchy than those songs. But, eh, whatever, you know. Some bands just don't go back, and some bands keep doing the same weird experimental music. It's all subjective. The Chili Peppers, uh, their material, I've had no use for it since after the 80s. I'm I'm going to be really snobby that way. I remember hearing their stuff for the first time in the 80s, and I really liked the, the funk aspect of what they had. And, you know, they're just j- just not funky enough anymore for this white boy. <laughs> and, you know, it's like light funk. It's To me, they're just making records for uh, girls that wear flip-flops all the time and drive Jeeps. And, you know, now they're soccer moms, I guess, but uh, yeah, I'm not picking on that that lot. But uh, Chili Peppers do nothing for me anymore. And I think it's hilarious that they got, like, an 18-year-old to play lead guitar for him now, now that Frusciante's crapped out again. Because when you see, like, magazine photos of them, they look completely ancient. It's it's kind of sad. Like, why would you do that? Um, I guess that's what Wolfgang Van Halen is doing for Van Halen now. But at the same time, this kid... He's he's like 18, but he looks 12, <laughs> and it makes Anthony Kiedis and Flea and Chad Smith look like really old men. But besides the point, uh, there's some other really cool acts playing there. There's like some sort of jam band, like Supergroup, that I know Jack Bruce and Vernon Reed are playing in. I'd check that out for sure. Uh, you know, The Roots, I like The Roots. I got no problem with them. Anybody that will uh, <laughs> take the chance that they did on national television a few months ago, much respect. Uh, also, Colin Hay. I just saw Colin Hay with my lady a few weeks ago, and he was excellent. If you've never seen a Colin Hay solo gig, I recommend. I mean, a Colin Hay, former lead singer of Minute Work, and he's he's out. He's one of the few guys now I will actually go see, and he's just playing, you know, by himself, acoustic guitar, 
and it's almost like Colin Hay storytellers every night. He comes out and he tells some stories about the songs and uh, some funny anecdotes about his life. He's a funny guy too, and and most anything's funnier with an Australian accent. He's a cool dude, and yes, he still does play like the three or four biggest minute work hits. Uh, so you know you won't leave disappointed. I recommend going to see him. He's playing Bonnaroo. That's awesome. Big get for them. And uh, <laughs> I saw the Danzig Legacy was booked. Who's booking that after the fiasco at the Fun 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 Fest last year? Why would they take a chance on Glenn Danzig at a festival? I can't believe that he wasn't blacklisted after that. What a punk. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, and I played him hyping up the Fun 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 Fest last year, and I feel stupid doing it, knowing what kind of attitudes he pulled there. Um, uh, on the more positive side, uh, a band that I played on the year-end show, Meridiatiel Bronx, they're playing Bonnaroo. They will surprise some people, and I guarantee you they will make new fans. Uh, Rodrigo y Gilberto, the Spanish guitar duo. If you haven't heard them, check them out. Those guys are great. Um... Yeah, those are some of the highlights for me, and I'm going to play you five more highlights of the Bonnaroo Festival, starting right now, some of the top acts that I would definitely catch and would travel for. First band I'm going to play here on the set, and I just played something by Refused, uh, another band that has their roots in hardcore music that is so talented and so diverse in what kind of genres they bring into their music. And I've played them before. You know I'm a big fan. This is The Bad Brains. I'm going to play something from 1982, the Rock for Light record. This is At the Movies.
That was Bad Brains with At The Movies. You can find that on the 1982 album Rock For Light. And they will be tearing apart Bonnaroo next month, to be sure. I wonder if they're going to play all their styles. Or, you know, since Bonnaroo, its its thing is it tends to be more of a quote-unquote hippie fest. Even though it definitely seems like it's evolved since then. They've kind of gotten away from it. You still get bands like Fish and, and, you know, the remnants of the Grateful Dead and stuff like that playing in these places. But then you got Bad Brains, you throw them in there. Are they going to do more of a reggae set? Are they going to throw their metal stuff in there? Hardcore punk? What are they going to do? I, I wonder if they're going to play it safe or if they're just going to go full blast. We'll see. I, I'm going to I'm gonna wait for reviews on that. I'm, I'm really curious now that I really think about it. Uh, but here's a guy that never plays it safe. It'll be really interesting to see how well uh, this gentleman goes over with this crowd. Going to play you something by one of the icons of Rock Strikes Tendom, Alice Cooper, no stranger to the show. And, of course, the reason I'm playing him is, yes, he is playing Bonnaroo, so it counts. And, number two, I am recording this episode on Friday the 13th. So, April 13th. And, of course... What's on TV a lot on Friday the 13th? What do people talk about online? What do they change their Facebook profiles to? Yes, the movie series Friday the 13th and its multiple sequels. I'm a fan of the series, uh, or at least half of the movies I really like a lot. I grew up on them, you know, so it's a big deal for me. And actually, this is the first song I ever heard by Alice Cooper. So here you go. In honor of Friday the 13th and Jason Voorhees, and Alice Cooper playing Bonnaroo. This is it. He's back. The man behind the mask.
that was Alice Cooper with the theme song to Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, Ghost Protocol. He's back, the man behind the mask. Uh, always going to love that song. I don't care what anybody says about that period of Alice. I still love it. Always going to love it. So, yeah, Alice is playing Bonnaroo. This next band, of course, is playing Bonnaroo. And the thing, the first thing I thought of when I saw this band on the roster, I was like, you know, their first album has this really great booklet, and there's a there's a cartoon thing going on in it, and in it there is a picture of a dirty hippie wearing a Bonnaroo t-shirt, <laughs> and in the next panel it's got two like biohazard guys with gas masks on saying, "Time to take a bath, hippies." <laughs> so, I thought that was great. They're playing Bonnaroo, and, you know, that'd be funny. They should just blow up that cartoon panel and, and make it their tapestry uh, thing for their set. Uh, but I'm talking about Pussifer. Now, Pussifer is one of the quote-unquote side bands that Maynard James Keenan of Tool uh, fronts. And I really like this band a lot. It's got some of the remnants of the original Perfect Circle lineup. You know, you got Primus's Tim Alexander in there, and it, it's got a lot of loops and experimental stuff. It's a lot less rock than A Perfect Circle, but I still really like this band a lot, and I hope they keep putting out records. I, I've always said this uh, to a degree of making some people mad, but I'm not a big fan of Tool. I'm a bigger fan of Perfect Circle and Pussifer and all of the Maynard side bands. I think that he's a lot more interesting outside of that realm. And I think Tool are extremely talented musicians, but they just don't do a whole lot for me. I don't I don't know if it's the uh, radio overplaying them, like the Pink Floyd factor, but that might be it. Who knows? <laughs> but let's focus back onto the positive side. Here you go. This is Pussifer with Mama Said. Don't 
was Pussifer with Mama Said, S-E-D. You can find that on their first release called V is for Vagina. Yes, for the kids. Uh, that album came out in 2007. A lot of 2007 records on the show today. Didn't plan it that way, but decent year for rock records at least, right? So, and the other thing I was looking up, trying to find any information on Pussifer is kind of hard. Uh, it's a revolving door of musicians, Maynard being the only constant in the band. I know Danny Lorner, who played for Nine Inch Nails and Perfect Circle, uh, participated in this. And uh, I know even Mia Jovovich, uh, mostly known as an actress, but also has some records out. She, I believe, did that whole first tour on that Vias for Vagina record. And they do a lot of performance art type shows, so I'd be really interested in going to see them. Not sure how they're going to translate into a festival set, but, you know, who knows? Maybe Bonnaroo, maybe they'll do well there. Uh, Here's a band. We were talking about reunions earlier. This is basically a reunion that's happening this year. I've already played something by the singer of this band, but now he has gotten back together with his original band. Going to play something by Ben Folds 5. They're playing Bonnaroo this year, and I'm not sure how long this reunion is going to go on, or it's going to be just festival dates. Uh, Time will tell. I know that Ben's playing a solo show near my neck of the woods pretty soon. And, you know, I I, I like Ben Folds 5, but I don't know necessarily if, uh, you know, it's that big of a deal whether or not they stay together, because uh, I think Ben does pretty good on his own. But it, I guess it's nice to have a, a band backing you every now and then. So here you go. This is a fun song. And for some reason... The other reason I'm playing this song on the show tonight is because I can't get this song out of my head. I hadn't listened to it in a while, yet it popped in my head the other day, and now it won't leave. So maybe if I spread it around to you guys, I can move on to the next song that will dominate my brain. So here you go. This is Ben Folds 5 with The Battle of Who Could Care Less.
my hero, I confess. That was Ben Folds 5 with The Battle of Who Could Care Less. That's on their album, Whatever and Ever Amen. And uh, there's a really good 10th anniversary edition of that out that has some extra tracks on there, a couple of covers. So go check out that version, the 10th anniversary of Whatever and Ever Amen. Yeah, maybe it'll do Ben some good to rock out a little bit. You know, like I said, I like Ben Fold's solo stuff a lot, but maybe he needs a kick in the butt. And I really like the way that his three-piece sounds on those records. So, so yeah, yay reunions. And speaking of yay reunions, one of my all-time favorite bands is back together this year. I, I have a lot of opinions on it. I didn't know how to feel about it initially. and And I still... I'm still kind of hesitant and gun-shy with some of it. But one of my all-time favorite bands, the Beach Boys, is back together for their 50th anniversary tour. 50 years in the music business. Uh, I think the Stones are the only band that can say that now. The Beach Boys and the Rolling Stones. That's that's pretty cool. That's good company right there. And I've I've just really been enjoying Brian Wilson touring and putting out albums on a pretty decent basis over the last decade or so. So I really wasn't ready for a Beach Boys, you know, reunion, cash grab, whatever you want to call it. And especially since Carl Wilson has passed on, of course Dennis Wilson passed on a long time ago. So to me, like, especially without Carl, I didn't see a point at all in the Beach Boys getting back together. Because Mike Love's just, uh, he's just one of the biggest douches in the history of rock and roll by far. If you don't believe me, just go read any of his interviews or watch any of the documentary footage. Uh, the guy doesn't have a lot of talent and he's always putting himself over. Uh, he's been surrounded by geniuses his whole career, so he's a very lucky man. And I'll say that with no hesitation. Uh he is not the talent of the Beach Boys. Matter of fact, the reason why I think, in my opinion, the Beach Boys are the most misunderstood band on the face of the planet is because of guys like Mike Love, who have basically, especially in the last 10 years, just completely killing the name off by going out and, and playing the pig races and all that stuff, doing the same greatest hits over and over again. It's just a fraction of the music that this band has put out. and the people that he hires to do those tours are not talented enough to play the really deep stuff in the Beach Boys catalog. Yeah, of course, you want to go play the greatest hits, but there's there's so much more to that band, and I've said it before, and I'll say it a billion times until I convince all of you, Beach Boys are not just car and girl songs. They are so much deeper than that. But hey, they're playing Bonnaroo this year. That's one of their big stops on their U.S. tour. And yes, if I can get the scratch together, I will go see them when they when they come through to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They're playing a really nice theater, so I probably should go. And I guess having the low expectations, I might wind up really liking it. You know, Brian Wilson's on board, and he is bringing most of his solo band to be the backing band and backup singers, so it can't be that bad. So I'm going to focus on the positive here. So I guess I am, at the end of the day, kind of excited the Beach Boys are out doing it again. Pardon the pun. But puns aside, I wanted to play this particular song for uh, a listener and a good friend of mine, Travis. Uh, This is one of those ones I said, you know, if you could only hear this song, 
uh, some of your opinion of the Beach Boys may change a little bit. And I know he said he liked the smile track that I played on the year-end show, but I wanted to just kind of put this a little more forward here. This is actually a cover song that the Beach Boys did back on their album, 15 Big Ones. One of my favorite cover songs of all time. Here you go. This is the Beach Boys with Blueberry Hill. tribute to one of the true originators of rock and roll music, Fats Domino. That was the Beach Boys doing Blueberry Hill, one of my favorite cover songs of all time. That is on the 15 Big Ones record. It's like half covers, half originals. It was supposedly Brian Wilson's comeback album with the Beach Boys after he took a few years off uh, from really being a full-time collaborator with the guys. It's it's pretty good record, although I would say stick more to the 66 through 72 era. But I still like the 15 Big Ones record. And that's going to do it for the show here this week. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope uh, you're with me on this, talking about Coachella and Bonnaroo, even though I'm not going to either. Uh, you know, I, I, I like the fact that there are some festivals in America. I wish we had more. Can't hold a candle to Europe, though, man. Europe has the most elaborate, crazy festivals in the entire world. Jealous. But, uh, you know, uh, I know there's going to be uh, maybe the I know there's going to be another Rocklahoma this year and stuff like that. So maybe I'll cover those as well. Do a show about that. If you'd like to hear that, drop me a line. Go to cnjradio.com. Send the email through there. I will get it. And, uh, you know, I love show requests, show theme requests. Keep sending them. Let me know what you thought of the songs I play here tonight. There's a, a lot of different things here on this particular episode. Do you like me doing that? You know, just let me know. And also go to the Facebook. Uh, all the links are on cnjradio.com. cnjradio.com. Facebook, Twitter, email, all that good stuff. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Like-minded people. Your music friends. Just like to hear from all of you. And I appreciate those that spread that word and... Leave the review on iTunes. All right, I'm going to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.